0: What is going on everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Revelation Communication man it has um, it's been a few weeks since I've been here I think the last episode I did uh, which was episode number 102 uh, was done on August 23rd man and then my family took a vacation and then uh, man last week uh, man just had some things going on and and uh wasn't able to publish and put out a uh, a new episode of Revelation Communication man but but we're back uh we're here for episode number 103 uh the 35th episode of this third season in the year 2022 and I just want to thank you so much for um man for watching for listening however it is that you're getting fed uh this podcast right now man thank you so much for um for being a part of it and, and uh man y'all are the reason I do this man I, I certainly don't do this to waste my breath or or do anything man I, I, I truly and I genuinely hope that uh each one that I put out is an encouragement to y'all and and uh that y'all keep coming back to uh to listen and to hear and, and hopefully to be encouraged man because again uh that's my goal for you. Hey listen man today is actually September 13th uh 2022 and it was on the 13th of september 2020 that uh revelation church had its very first sunday morning worship service man it's uh we actually celebrated our two-year sort of church anniversary or church anniversary uh this past sunday uh, the 11th, and uh, man, what a blessing it was to uh, just enjoy the church family this past Sunday, and and uh, to speak a little bit on what the Lord had uh, or has really been doing uh, in me and through me and with the church over the last couple of years, and and uh, man, it was again just such a blessing to uh, to partake of that this past Sunday. Um, but today, actually, man, the 13th is uh, the actual two year anniversary of the launch of the start of Revelation Church, and man. What an incredible uh, two year journey this has been. Um a journey that certainly I didn't expect. Uh things have not been going as planned. Uh things have not turned out the way that uh I expected or maybe even wanted them to turn out. Uh, but I've had to uh I've had to come to grips and to terms with that, man, with the Lord. That certainly's been between him and I. But uh man, I um I would rather be no other place than than where I am right now doing this podcast, where I am on Wednesday nights teaching Bible studies, where I am on Sunday mornings behind uh, uh, my pulpit preaching, man. Um, I I certainly uh, have been blessed and am just so thankful for what the Lord has uh, done with and through the ministry of Revelation Church and everything that really is a component or a part or a piece of Revelation Church um, and especially... Uh, my church family that I just love so much and am so thankful for um, that they put their faith and trust in me on Wednesday nights, on Sunday mornings, and and really anything in between to um, to get fed the word of God, and and I certainly don't take that lightly. Um, while it is a burden, it is a burden that uh, I I gladly bear and and, and welcome because um, I just thoroughly enjoy, like I said, doing what what it is that the Lord has me doing right now. But with that being said. Man, I um, I preached this past Sunday uh, out of the first, I think, nine verses of John chapter 5. And let me go ahead and just share one of those verses with you. It's John 5, verse 7. It says, The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. And Jesus had made his way to... Um, an area uh, uh, that had a pool called Bethesda, um, which in the Hebrew tongue is uh, translated as House of Mercy. And basically, what would happen is during certain seasons. Uh, the Lord would send down an angel to stir up or to trouble the waters and and the first person that was in that waters that had a disease that had an illness that was lame that was impotent that was um, marred uh, whatever was going on in their lives that that caused a, a physical infirmity uh, the first person that would uh, touch these waters and 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 be put in these waters would be healed and be cured of uh, of that infirmity and jesus comes upon upon this man that that basically had uh, an infirmity for for 38 years uh this guy had this infirmity and and jesus comes up to him and says you know basically listen don't you want to be healed and uh of course it was a rhetorical question i mean you know we all can sit here and say well of course this guy probably wanted to be healed he he'd had this infirmity of 38 years that really uh towards the end of it or the latter part of it uh, as we get from the scriptures caused him to be bedridden to the point that that you know he kind of just was only comfortable lying down and you know while there are plenty of sad stories in the bible plenty of sad statements sad verses throughout the scriptures man you know for me personally this one is up there is one of the sadder ones in the bible and really it's because of the statement that we see in verse seven sir I have no man and you know studying for our our sermon on on Sunday you know um preaching it on Sunday and then these last couple of days really just kind of thinking about and meditating on you know this specific verse and and really this specific statement sir I have no man I I've just been grieved and I've been troubled you know not only for this verse but just for people in general I mean here's a guy that had nobody here's a guy that had no one here's a guy that for for probably most of his life at least again in these later years of his life had nobody to help him to pick him up to encourage him hey now's the time to get to the water now's the time to go get healing he didn't have a a friend he he didn't have a family member that was there with him uh, you know while he laid down there you know grieved and burdened by this infirmity, he had nobody to pick him up and, and say, listen, I'm going to take you to the water. He had, had nobody to grab him by the hand and, and, and say, listen, I'm going to lead you to the water. And and I can only imagine what a, what a sad and what a discouraging life that this man probably had laying there impotent, really unable to move, maybe other than crawling on his hands and knees, possibly even crawling on his belly there was no way for him to get around and uh, again the scripture says that you know any time that the water is troubled and 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 the angels come upon the water you know by the time he gets down there you know probably again crawling um somebody else has gone in there before him and 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 he can't get the healing that um that i know he probably badly wanted and and i just keep going back to this fact that uh This guy was lonely, man. You know, here he was in an area um, of the temple in Jerusalem that was no doubt packed out. Um, This particular time in which Jesus really ran across this guy, there was a feast going on in Jerusalem. And so you know that Jerusalem was packed with people and the temple in general was always busy. There was always a, a hustle and bustle going on. But here's this guy surrounded by people and yet was left lonely. And I think about today, people that are surrounded by others. They're shoulder to shoulder with others. Maybe at the work grind, maybe um, in the grocery store, maybe out on the street, Sadly, maybe even in church, they are surrounded by people and yet are some of the loneliest people on earth. And they genuinely feel and they truly feel like this man did, that they have no one, they have no man, they have no woman, they have nobody to come alongside them and and, and help them out. All the while, they're surrounded by multitudes of people. I think what's even sadder for this particular story is that where this man was, you know, again, being outside this temple that was built for God, um, there were multitudes of religious people, Pharisees and scribes and Sadducees. They, There were people that were coming to and from the temple to celebrate feasts and to celebrate the Lord and to honor the Lord and in all the religiosity that was in and around the temple, not one of those religious people could stop and be bothered to help out this man and and i think about how many religious people are out on the street how many religious people are are going in and out of businesses and in and out of grocery stores how many religious people are in even in churches that couldn't be bothered to help out somebody that maybe has a need and and really that is just the sad state of affairs and and the sad state of society that that we live in today where we're surrounded by everything and everybody and yet we have some of the loneliest people on earth that we have no idea are suffering with with loneliness and suffering with depression and discouragement um because of of the fact that they have no one or at least they think they have no one and they they feel like they have no one and, and really it's up to it's up to me, it's up to you, it's up to the church, it's up to society and, and really I, I say this with a grain of salt. I can't expect society to do the right thing. We can't expect culture to do the right thing. Why? Because they're not godly. They're not biblical. They don't follow the Lord. And yes, there are some good Samaritans out there. Don't get me wrong. There are some good people out there that do go out of their way to to help others. But really in general, I think as a majority, we are surrounded by people that just can't be bothered um, while others are just depressed and discouraged and feel like they are just the loneliest people on the planet. And so what do we need to do? Well, you know, first of all, we need to represent God. We need we need to represent the scriptures. We need to represent Jesus Christ. We need to we need to be that man to somebody that thinks they have no man. We need to be that woman to somebody that thinks they have no woman. We need to be that person to someone that thinks that they have no person. And as I preached on Sunday and as I shared on Sunday, you know, maybe it's just holding somebody's hand and comfort, comforting them. Maybe it's patting them on the back. Maybe it's helping them out with a project that they feel they can't get done because they don't have the help to get it done. Maybe it's just going over and visiting somebody. Maybe it's just talking to somebody and just allowing somebody to speak and to maybe share a story. Maybe it's a shoulder to cry on. Maybe it's a burden to bear. Maybe it just requires our presence. Nothing more, not even a word. We don't even need to lift a finger. Maybe they just need our presence. And listen, if anybody has been on the receiving end, of somebody that has come into your life and was there for you when you least expected it maybe you felt like you had no one and somebody actually showed up and was someone for you if you've been on the receiving end of that then you know exactly how it feels to physically have somebody there with you, to have somebody that actually shows that they care, to have somebody that actually reaches out to be that man, to be that woman. You know how that feels. Now we need to get out and share with people and love on people and be those persons, that man, that woman, so that they can feel, those that feel like they have no one, they can feel like you, once felt when somebody came to your aid and when somebody came to your side. And listen, it may require five minutes. It may require five hours. I don't know what it requires, but listen, don't be afraid to reach out to that one. And I'm sure as I'm speaking right now, as you're listening to this right now, if you took just a little bit of time you can probably think of one. Man, I bet they really could use my help. You know what? They look like they're depressed. They look like they're discouraged. They look like they need somebody to talk to. I'm going to go be that one. I'm going to let them know that I am there. Go be that person. Don't let time go by. Don't let the days go by where you're sitting idly and and you're waiting. Well, if they need something, they'll reach out to me. If they want something, they'll reach out to me. If they need me they'll reach out to me. Chances are, folks, they won't. They don't want to burden you. They don't want to hear the, the no answer. They don't want to feel as if um, they're needy. Uh, even though they are, um, they need you and they need something. They maybe need some encouragement. Um, but most people don't reach out for that we've got to go out and be that we've got to go out and represent we've got to go out and and be the be the men and be the women that God has called us to be be ambassadors of the kingdom of God and 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 really just reach out to to the Lord's people man so many people are hurting today so many people are suffering today surrounded again by people that um are are by them every day and that have no clue. And so I just want to encourage you, man, if if you know that there's somebody out there, go be that man, go be that woman. I just am so discouraged reading this, reading this verse out of John chapter five and hearing this, this guy tell Jesus, sir, I have no man. And I'm discouraged because I know that there are multitudes out there like this guy. And uh, man, it is our job, it is our privilege to have such an opportunity to go be that person, to go be that man, to go be that woman for these that uh, feel like they have no one there. And I tell you what, man, in doing so, you're like, you know what, I'm going to do so because I want to go be a blessing to that person. Man, I guarantee you that by doing so, you're going to be blessed way more than you ever intended to bless that person, man. And I say that because I've been there, I've done that, and God always shows himself good and shows himself faithful. Whenever I have good intentions to go and bless somebody, man, I, in return, get blessed beyond measure beyond anything I can ever ask or think, um, as I go out to serve the Lord and to honor the Lord and to obey the Lord in, um, and just being that man and being that woman for the lord's people, so man, I hope that uh I hope that encourages you, man, again, take some time to think about that one i'm not asking you to go change the community, go change the neighborhood, you know, go change the state, man, God can do that uh you know, but man, go be that person for one, go find that one, go make a change in that one's life and as the lord leads if he leads you to more praise god um but uh, i encourage you to think about that one and and go and be that one uh for whoever it is the lord puts on your heart hey listen just a couple of quick reminders um wednesday night bible study is at 7 p.m we're getting ready to wrap up uh the parables of jesus during wednesday night and we're actually going to be doing a study uh out of the book of esther and just studying Queen Esther and her story, and of course, Mordecai, her uncle. Um, So, I definitely look forward to jumping into that on Wednesday nights. Don't forget, our Sunday morning worship service takes place at 10 a.m. Still going through the gospel according to St. John. What a blessing it's been. We're going to continue in John chapter 5 this Sunday. Listen, you can find all the links to our podcasts, our sermons, our Bible studies, as well as links to our social media pages. By heading on over to our website www.revchurchcv.com and finally if you do not know jesus christ is your personal lord and savior today is the day to do that to receive him into your heart to confess your sins before him and to believe on the lord jesus christ the bible says that when you do you shall be saved if i can guide you down that path, or if I can just even pray for you, please head back on over to our website again. It's www.revchurchcv.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom. You'll find my contact information there, or you can just leave me a message. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Revelation Communication. I'll talk to you later. Bye.